Can't tell me nothing podcast episode 20 goddamn something. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> so like, my name is Try. I'm not keeping count anymore. I'm not even gonna <laughs> I just try. Go off, uh, when we're editing, it doesn't even matter. Numbers. It's like once a week. I I get I get the point. What's um, <laughs> good, Joe? Yo, did you see what happened today? I'm pretty sure you didn't see what happened. Let's get this politics quick out the way. I don't even. Get you, out. Okay, so know what's going funniest on. shit ever. So Biden had a meeting with Putin. Uh, so he's on he's on an international tour with Vladimir Putin. V- yeah, Vladimir Putin. He had a meeting with Putin. Um, the, the funniest shit happened. So, um, you know how like lately there was the lately there was the uh, uh, the uh, the Keystone hack thing that happened where our gas was uh, our our gas line pipe was like hacked from you know from this group and then people in uh, in the south um, didn't have gas for a short period of time. Did you hear about that whole thing? Oh, so that was. The whole yeah, gas yeah, yeah. shortage thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was due to a hack. So basically oh, late, lately the US has been dealing with a, a lot of ransom hack, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so they were talking about it and Biden brought it up as like a as a topic for um international affairs and like cyber attacks and all that shit, right? And he goes and he um he, he goes and he tells them about this shit. And he's like, yeah, you know, like we have a lot of issue with cyber attacks and da da da. I even made him a list with sixteen things that I suggest him not to like, like base. Basically, essentially, what he did was he gave the Russians sixteen uh, a list of sixteen name of America very important infrastructure not to hack. But it's like giving your opponent the recipe to like hack your shit. It's basically. Yeah, you just gave him the idea. Of like, right. Okay, I know They're talking about it. cyber attack, and he literally is like, yeah, I gave him a, a list of 16 names that are, like, not, that are, like, not okay to touch. Like, we, like, it, it is, like, not permitted to, to, like, hack and to, to mess with these American, like, uh, infrastructure. And I'm like, what, why the fuck did you, why did you give him a list of 16 things? This is, by the way, the leader of Russia who we can't trust exactly. and like we don't got a good relationship with him and then he so, get, was, so sorry but interrupt you but was it like a meeting or something yeah it was it was a, it was a meeting and then in the meeting he he meant to say uh uh i think uh siberia but he said liberia i don't know there was a last mishap and then he yelled at one of the cnn press for uh something that she asked he's like um, she asked him, th- asked him a question and he like lashed out at her. And then also on the press, he's like, before he start, he pulls out the paper. He's like, all right. Um, so according to what they said, I got to ask these certain people, these type of questions. So I'm just going to read off the paper of like the list of names that they told me to call on. And I'm like, so somebody wrote you a piece of paper saying only to call on certain journalists I don't think yeah. he's supposed to say that out loud. Yeah, but no, there's like, bro, if you, bro, if you, if you go and look at all these clips, there's so <laughs> many of Biden dump where I'm like, you're not supposed to say that, my guy. Like, <laughs> what? Even if they made you a list, you're not supposed to go on to oh the fucking um, press and say, oh yeah, they made me a list, so I can only call out these names. So like, if you're a journalist and you want to answer. Uh, if you want to ask me questions, if you're not on this list, I can't fucking call on you. I can't. And then give Russia a list of 16 things not to hack. It, uh, it blows my mind. I try not to just... I try not to... It was funny. It's just I'm funny. I'm for Biden, so I try not to... I try to ignore the stupid stuff he does. <sighs> Bro, it's, it's funny. Like, and then and then the pre- uh, Putin had a press conference... Talking about him afterwards, it was just funny. It and then supposedly he had a note, he had a piece of paper and notes uh, there while he was talking to Putin. Like they, they, somebody and his aide gave him a note just to get him through the fucking conversation with Putin. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, he's old, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of. I, I mean, they're not gonna. You're not gonna see this on the news. Like you're gonna try to hide it. But I yeah, got it from. For sure, not gonna. I, yeah, I got it from like a bunch of YouTubers that I watched that are like done uh, that dug deep into the research and look up all these videos because uh, he was on C-SPAN three talking 
uh, press conference. It's, by the way, it's on C-SPAN 3. Who the fuck watches C-SPAN 3? Anyway, know. nobody even watched C-SPAN 1. I don't even know what channel C-SPAN that's like, is. That's like you going on ESPN 3 and watching the watching anything rather than ESPN. Like, why? Or MTV 2. Actually, MTV 2 is pretty fire. MTV 3 was pretty fire. Actually... It's ESPN three. Who the fuck goes on ESPN three and buy, and watch anything? Yeah, because all it is is gonna be fucking Sports Center reruns and ESPN news reruns and like maybe reruns of old games. Like if you're going on there, you got to be bored. Yeah, I assume that's what people do when they uh, watch C-SPAN because I don't even know what channel number that is. Yeah, bro, I don't even hate on Biden, but like man, he old. He had like real cognitive decline, like <laughs> like stutter. It's hard for him to finish a sentence. I'm like, yo, like. Somebody do something, man. Like, so we should have voted for. I mean, that's why we should have got Bernie in there, man. That's all I'm saying. He old too. Can we get somebody young, man? Why everybody got to be eighty? Well, you got to be old. Don't you got to be like forty? You got to be forty-five. You got to be forty-five. But yeah, okay, about fifty. Fifty's a good age. Like fifty, like Barack was the youngest. Yeah, yeah, Barack. Barack like still had his fucking whole head of hair, and actually at the end he didn't really have. No, he had his hair. It was just gray. Yeah, at the end, at the end, she was white. Um, I'm surprised he didn't go bald. I'm surprised there's not a lot of president that go bald. But I think when you got money, you you know you you start doing LeBron shit with your head, bro. I don't know. I recently saw a picture of Elon Musk. Back in the days, you know how like we always see a picture of uh, Jeff Bezos and Amazon back in the days. I saw a, a, a picture of Elon, bro. He was bald, and now he has hair. Look at it. Hold on, bro. Elon Musk now. was bald AF, and he has hair now. Look, bro. Anybody oh, go look shit. this up? Elon Musk was bald. Oh my god, he was. It's not he that, was balding, bro. Yeah, it's not that he bald, but he ain't got no hair on the top. And look at him now. Oh, my gosh. And look at him now. A whole head of hair. He looked like a dude that used to Bro. just sit in his uh, mom basement playing World of Warcraft look. all day. Boom. And boom. He got the LeBron. Uh, he, you know, le- the whole LeBron thing. thing going it makes on. sense because I always thought something weird. It was something weird looking about his hair. Right. Low key. So it makes sense. I mean, his, I mean, the more his net worth grew, the more his hair grew with it, I guess. I just got that Bosley or that Rogaine. I don't even know which one that worked. I'm not going to lie. There's certain times where I feel like the top of my head here, or I'm like, ooh, it's a little thinning. But then I was like, I'm Asian. We don't ball. That's a white person thing. Yeah, I don't think nobody <laughs> in my family, they still got a full head of hair. Oh, so actually, be good. black people ball too, though, right? Yeah. Not in my family. Yeah, no, black people be, do yeah. ball, but not in my family. I don't, I, to be honest, my I've never like, seen an Asian person with bald head. Like, balding. I've like, seen a couple Asian people, like. Balding? You never, yeah. Like, in America? Yeah. Because in Asia, bro, there was no such thing. Yeah, I've seen I've never, I've never met a person who was balding in Asia. I've seen an older Asian dude where he got, got the little, you know. Little thingy on the sides, where it's oh, all on maybe. the side in the back, and on not like well, maybe. even it. But Asia, see the thing: most Asian or black people, if they start receding, they just cut that shit off and go bald. White people like to keep right. that that shit on the side. Yeah, I, I see a lot of white people trying to hold on. Yo, yeah, you at the on. end of the day, you gotta you gotta embrace it. Yeah, you know, see. shave that shit off, put some oil <laughs> on your head, shine that bitch. But the thing is, if you if you're white, you can't shine. It only works for black people. Gonna be out here looking like fucking uh, who be making their hair be extra shiny? That's bald. Isn't Um, it Steve Palmer? Who who the hell is Steve Palmer? Steve Bomber. Oh, Steve Bomber, the dude from the Clippers. Yeah, bro, he got a he got a shiny head. He got a shiny head. MJ Loke got a shiny. Oh wait, no, he's trying to he's still trying to hold on. No, no, he shaves. He shaves his head. Yeah, good, good man. Good MJ kind of got a shiny hair, low key. MJ, MJ got hair though. What? That, that man is bald as hell. Michael. Michael oh Jordan's yeah, bald. yeah. Actually, no. He 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 did. He did. What are you talking about? Michael Jordan is bald. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. You I was, was thinking about Michael Jackson or? I was just. Oh my. He did. No. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> we ain't seen him in years. Of course we. we oh yeah, Michael Jordan is bald. I don't know why I keep look. I keep envisioning him with fucking hair. I keep thinking about like nah, young not, Jordan, but he been ball. No he been ball since the nineties. Yeah, okay. Never mind. All right, enough of that. Um, last episode, I think carry on from bench warmer report. We were talking about mental health, so it's kind of like a big topic, and I I don't think we spent enough time on it. So well, yeah, mental uh, health month was uh, awareness month was last month, I think. 
Was it last month? In May, I think. Is so. this month's Pride? Yeah, in May. It was a. Uh, it was May. The whole month was. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. Month, I'm just because you know some shit has weeks. No, no, it was a whole month. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a whole month. I'm just saying, no, like, I'm I'm a little lost track of all the fucking holidays. To right? be honest, I didn't know. There's there a lot of new holidays within the last five years. I have no clue even was a holiday. No, it's not. It's not that it's a holiday. It's no, just well, an, an appreciation month. month. Yeah, I. To yeah. be honest, I didn't really know about it until this year. You yeah. know what's the shortest month? It was like an employee uh, employee recognition month. No, that's just so short. No, the shortest month is Black History Month because it's in February. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That is we only got 28 up. days. No, employees week is they don't have month. It's employee appreciation week. Oh, fuck them employees. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, y'all do got 28 days. Sometimes you they get 29 days. Every four years. Every four years you get 29 days. They let the well, they, they let the alphabet boys get 31 and we only Why got Why is it February? I don't get it. I don't know. That's, I Why don't do know. they like how do they come up with certain month to be like, all right, this this is the month? Like I don't understand. Like who did that? I think they chose. I'm probably wrong. So I'm just in my head. I'm just thinking that they chose February because oh, because it's uh, Bla- uh Martin Lu- Luther, yeah, Martin Luther King. King and all his stuff is at right, the end of January, right. and it wouldn't make sense to do it in January because that's the beginning of the year. But and there's a lot of holidays yeah, conflicting. So I can see February. The only only thing in February is what Valentine's Day. So you could use the whole month, of, but I yeah, mean, I wish we could have got. There's a nothing month, in March. Whatever. It, it is what it is. At least there's we got a month. I'm not mad at it. There's nothing in March, is there? No, March is um. There's nothing in March. March is like spring break. No, I think uh, uh, Memor- is no, Mar- Mar- isn't March like Hispanic Heritage Month or is that October? No, October is a uh, the, the month support the troops month or bre- and breast cancer awareness month. No, November is the troops. October is breast cancer awareness. Uh. I know there's a Hispanic Heritage Month somewhere in there because in the NBA they'd be wearing like the Los Lakers, Los. Wait, Lakers. why Pride get the lit the most litest month? In June. June. That's because like Pride, vacation cause, time. Because isn't Pride around this time in June, like the parade thingy? Oh yeah, it's lit. It's in June, so it's lit. Oh, you think fun. it's gonna happen? It better, isn't it? Is it? Is it, it usually in June? Oh shit, we are open. That's what I'm saying. We're open up. Oh yeah, no, it's West Hollywood about to be popping, popping, popping. Mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, gay friends left. They all used to be my ex coworker, but it would have been fun if I would have gone Holly- West Hollywood because Nicole loves fucking West Hollywood. I okay, like he, Holly- he West Hollywood. So. You don't like going to West Hollywood? I like going yeah, to West Hollywood. They all. The bars out there. Bro, it's, everybody's nice. Well, obviously. Well, rightfully it's, it's so because we're guys, so they're all nice to us. Not even because it's a lot of. Uh, I'm a little uh, Asian boy, so, uh, like, you know, we thrive yeah, out what's there. The, what's the correct term? I guess homosexuals. Not because there's a lot of homosexuals that live out there, but it's like a. No. It's a more progressive community in general. Yeah, no. I've been, like, I've been out there before. I'm, I'm, I'm purely just saying it based on how the layout is. Like, the uh, the layout yeah, is, no, like, I'm really cool when you're, like, trying to have a fun night and you're, like, in a yeah, close proximity like of things. Uh, what street is that in West Hollywood? I forgot. But it's not, it's, not the, it's not the walk. No, like, I want to say that might be Melrose? I don't know. I don't know my street very Melrose, well. Wilshire, one of those streets right there once you pass Beverly Hills and right when you... Barely inner west uh, Weho. It's like a light. Weho, my guy. Weho, Weho. I'm not from there. Why so are you saying know. Weho is Weho? <laughs> Fuck, man. I know you not talking. Bro. You should be the last one talking. Why? Why me? You can't enunciate shit. That's true, but I'm Asian. <laughs> You're born here. You're meant to fucking pronunciate English very well. I'm not white. Is that an. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're right. It's Weho. It, yeah all right i don't know why i said that all right well going back to the mental health thing okay where do we left off because you was very um i don't remember you was very off. passionate about the thing but um I don't remember we, we were talking off. about we were talking about athletes and mental health right and so i think the whole discussion was that i think i wasn't trying to deny the fact that mental health is important i think where my point is with mental health is that um and maybe I should just start with this article that kind of like start the topic again because we were like kind of talking off air a lot. But the the article oh, yeah. on uh, uh, the article on Net Shark was uh, the title was like why Asian Asian parents don't talk about uh, mental health and how to heal from it. And it's like this um, you know kid where uh, no um, is you know a daughter of a um, an Asian parent and she she wrote it. She's like 
I rarely um I rarely spoke to my parents about mental health growing up because I feared that it would be I would be scolded for many Asian Americans talking about mental health issues, especially to their families. Um, it's like pulling teeth. Asian. I'm just gonna read a little bit, and then we'll we'll go into like go ahead, go ahead. The, the topic more. Asian Americans are three times less likely to seek mental health services than other Americans. It is considered taboo to to acknowledge, and often we are told things like "get over it" and "well, um, we had it so much worse than you." Uh, which is, you know, what the parents would respond. And then she, this is the last thing I'm going to read. She says, I recall how mental health was deeply stigmatized in the Asian community. Even when I was seeking health services, the nurse I met with my, with at the doctor office had no idea what I meant when I asked her for a referral for a mental health specialist. I remember that the first character in the Chinese word for psychologist was heart but I didn't know the second with my feeble contonacy. I gestured to her heart, um, feeling, talk to a doctor about feelings. I guess it's her trying to explain mm-hmm. mental health to a doctor. So yeah, I think, okay, she has, she has, she makes a great point here in, in this article. And then, um, you know, you can read the rest of the article on net, uh, net shark, but the article is very pinpoint and accurate. Um, the fact that Asian American, especially if you were, you know, born in Asia, um, mental health isn't really a thing that's been talked about. And um, and you want to speak to how that is negative, And then I can, you know, chime in as to where I feel about that. I, f- I feel I don't feel like that's I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's not really a good, I guess, type of ideology to live by like just making mental health taboo and stuff because at some point a lot of there's a lot of asians like if you look at the statistics i'm pretty sure there's a lot of like young asians especially like from our generation that are depressed because like you said they grow up in these households where their parents don't really let them i guess talk about their feelings in a sense right and That'll take a toll on you if you're just bottling all that, like, pain or frustration or depression, anxiety, whatever it may be. If you're mm-hmm. just bottling it up, that up for so long, it'll take a toll on you. Like, it's going to take a toll on you mentally. Eventually, it's going to take a toll on you physically. You're not going to be eating as well. You're going to start maybe doing drugs to cope with the pain or whatever it may be. You're going to maybe start causing self-harm to yourself. It's also going to take a toll on you um, <clears throat> In your relationships, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna be more irritable when you're if you're going through a like a depression episode, right? Or or an anxiety episode. Let's use like the 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 uh, surface mental health issues. We don't got to go into like schizophrenia and all that. But if you're no, just if you're going yeah. through like a depressive or anxiety episode, then you're gonna really you're gonna be irritable. You're gonna be irritable around friends and family, right. and it's gonna affect. The way that you uh, interact with people is going to affect the way people interact with you. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect what you do in life. If you can, if you're able to progress and succeed in whatever you're doing, whether it's schooling, work, whatever. It's just, I think it's something that, because it's. I feel like even like when I was growing up, it's the same way almost in black households. Like, did you feel like? Did you feel like the um the the topic of mental health has been like a lot more alarming and um there's a lot of more discussion surrounding it now compared to when we were growing up or do you feel like at the time we were too young to know what it was but you know the older people at the time were talking about it we just haven't got to that point to the point where we're like adults and now we're talking about it no i feel like what you said first is we're in an era where one, we're in a sensitive era, but not even that we're in a sensitive era. We're in an era where people are just more educated. You could find anything on the Internet. Right. So when it comes to mental health, you see all these on the Internet and social media. You see all these young kids committing suicide because they're getting bullied at school. You see all these right. young white kids shooting up schools because they have they might have no matter what you say, like they're still thugs or whatever. They're pieces of shits. But at the end of the day, they most likely probably have some type of mental health issue right so yeah it's became a bigger thing because if if we took mental health more serious i feel like 
a lot of situations, like a lot of these, and I don't want that to sound like a dickhead statement, but if we took it more serious, I feel like a lot of those like situations, the Sandy Hooks, the uh, the um, what's the one that happened in Florida, the Lakeland, the one in Lakeland, Florida, the the post nightclub. I just can't. Oh, like oh yeah, the Atlanta the, issues. And yeah, the the dude shooting up the uh, massage parlors in Atlanta. Like a lot of right. these things, Dylan Roof. Well, he, but, he's racist. That's different. But a lot of these things probably could be avoidable if we can figure out like to diagnose these people. Because sometimes a lot of this stuff is really just a cry for help. Can I can I speak to the you know you name all the incidents? It you're saying mental health is is a part of it, but. Don't you think another part of it is like just angry men? Because a lot of the incidents that happen or occur by men, men killing yeah. women, men oh, yeah. killing kids. There's like you know, like a trial right now where you know a, a boyfriend killed the the mom and the uh, and the child, and uh, or another guy pulling out a gun because he got rejected. I think a lot of time is you talking about that. You talking about that black dude at the re- hey, I yeah. See you know what bro but that's but that's that happens a lot and i don't i don't blame women because there's a lot of men who can't take rejection and then they instantly spat out on women and especially if they're drunk too yeah and so i i totally get it if they give out fake numbers just kind of like brush it aside um i you know like those issue i know is I don't even know if that's considered a mental health issue. I think it's, but it's still considered. To, let me let me let you uh, finish real quick. It's still a mental health issue, but at the same time, men just have to be better in that right. situation. But you can't. You know, you can't. Sometimes you this can't. is this is what I feel, and you can uh, say to what do you. Um, sometimes all these incidents happen, right? And then if you say mental health, oh, that's mental health. Doesn't it? all kind of feel like now mental health is becoming an excuse. A excuse as to why that person is you know doing such things okay let me uh no you're right you're right so let me like it just kind of feel like that i'm no, not saying like no no you're no you're you're right so i'm trying to figure out how to way to like okay to word it um so yeah it, people do try to use it as an excuse right now obviously like a lot of those those mass shootings that I just named, like not all those are just solely mental health. Those dudes also had other things that was going on with them. Right. But mental health come like the reason mental health is evol- is um involved because evolving. Feel, no, I, no, I meant involved it, in those situations. It, oh, involved. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, the reason evolving. No, okay. not that. Go ahead. The reason it's uh involved in those situations because all it like for all we know. All it took was okay. Let me use a good one for example. A good example. Uh, when we was uh, seniors in high school, that uh, that mass shooting in Santa Barbara, homeboy that was a, uh, I can't remember his name. He was making all the videos on YouTube, talking about how he didn't really have no friends. Girls didn't really like him. I've then, heard about it. I wasn't really aware of the story so much, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He, so basically. He was a troubled little boy, and I'm still not condoning what he did. It's still bad because he killed people, but he was troubled. He grew up. He was His parents went through a divorce and stuff like that. So that's me personally knowing that, like, when your parents go through a divorce as a kid, that's going to mess up your mental a little. Right. So his parents went through a divorce. He was always getting bullied in school. He was always really, like, switching from school to school, so he never really, like, had any true friends. Mm-hmm. So he – and he never had no one to talk to, so – at some point in his head, he's gonna, his he's gonna start thinking like, pretty much fuck everybody. Right. No one really cares about me. There's no one I could talk to about my pain. When if he probably would have just had that one person that he could have talked to that would have been understanding, then maybe all of that could have been avoided. So do you? Before I go on to like a way of like kind of protect not protecting but like defending the the Asian belief a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask more questions about it. As far as like, what do you feel like is the most um, productive way to combat mental health or spot out or, you know, intervene and help people who feel like they're going through mental health issues or even, you know, experiencing remotely something close to that, but can't really figure out what it is. And, you know, trying to figure out is it mental health issue or is it not or is, you know, like how how can you combat that? Like, what is the best way? Because it's like a. You know, it's hard to figure out what is the best way because sometimes, sometimes people 
don't want help, and then they feel like it. Sometimes help can't can make it worse. And see, okay, well, see, that's the hard thing about when you're going through something. If like whether it be like depression or anxiety, that's the hard thing because you have to you have to want to seek help. Right. Like I'll use myself for example. I remember there was times where like I was going through like battles with depression, and I didn't really talk to nobody about it. Like I didn't talk to my friends. I didn't talk to none of you. You guys didn't know about it. Like my girl, my parents, right. nobody really knew about it. Like I would just go through it by myself. And it doesn't really help because if you're just doing that, all it's going to do is like whatever emotions you're feeling, whatever you're feeling, it's just going to be bottled up inside. Mm-hmm. So it really took me like, it took me hitting rock bottom, like feeling like I hit rock bottom and like finally opening up to my girl and my parents about my depression for me to really like go and seek help. Yeah, because if not, you have you have to want to do it. Because if not, you're just gonna keep sinking further and further. Right. So, to answer your question, the only way someone could really get help for if they're feeling some type of mental health illness, whether it's depression, bipolar, anxiety, uh, schizophrenia, whatever it is, you have to want to seek help, and you have to. I guess you have to also have people around you who want to help you. Right. So now, see. So piggyback right on that. Now I'm going to say as to why I think the Asian culture is different when it comes to uh, Americans here is we we were brought up very rough. Like there was there wasn't sugarcoating in a lot of things. Um, There wasn't anything that was giving to us in a way where that's that's how we asked for it. Everything was, you know, different. And everything was raw and everything was rough. And Asian parents are, I mean, have you ever heard the sense Tiger Mom is very fucking true. Um, Tiger Mom? I don't know what that is. Yeah, Tiger Mom, you ever heard of that? Tiger Mom is like a phrase for like crazy Asian parents, uh, crazy a- Asian moms, pretty much. It's Tiger Mom. Um, anyways, but growing up, I my mom and I, I can say for me and for my cousins, all that, I think Asian parents don't allow their kids. Now- before I, I say it, the reason why I feel like it's a positive thing is because it instill a lot of strength in myself to know that if there's anything wrong in my head, that I, I am ultimately the person who can fix all kind of issues and never to blame any issues on other people, but always blame it on yourself. And then by doing so, I can then self-reflect a lot. And I can fix those issues within my own head. So the reason why I don't now I'm like like last episode, uh, like I said, like I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'm wrong. But just for my sake and for how I, you know, cope with things and how I was brought up, like, you know, I don't truly believe in the whole mental health issues because I feel like nothing will allow me to get to the point where I will use that as an excuse now like Mm -hmm. my mom will always be like you know in the in the article she's like yeah you you get scolded by because it's like yo like deal with it get over it uh you know just whatever it is find a way to solve it don't thrust that issue on somebody else because the worst thing you can do is bring your problem and then just hand it on, just like, drop it on somebody else's plate mm-hmm. as like, um, as the Asian culture. Like yeah. I was brought up with like the toughest love and there was like no like babying. I feel like in American culture, every kid essentially gets baby too much. Like my mom, she's not going to get arrested for this, but like I, my mom once threw a knife at me, like, like Yo. a fucking knife. Like I'm running, I was, bro. I was not. Bro. I was not expecting. Bro, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm dead serious. Re- oh shit, I'm dead serious. The reason why I keep trying to tell people, and it's hard for, oh for God. me to understand Americans, and when I try to tell other people, it's like I was brought up different. I'm just built different. Yeah. We all, like, I think uh, another thing is Americans tend to think like this is how the world works and a lot of western countries tend to feel this way but that's that's not how the fucking world works like once you get out the western world atmosphere like life is different like my mom like i was like locked in the attic with live chickens and chicken shit for a whole day with no water no food and i had to break down into the attic and like almost broke my ankle and my mom looked at me like what the fuck are you doing like 
you're supposed to be long you're supposed to be locked up in there for like longer than a day and like through a knife at me through a chair at me like life is life is different <laughs> what a type teacher, of punishment is bro that? a teacher a te- i i was always a bad kid in school a teacher will um a teacher will bring you up in front of the class tell you to turn around and have like a gigantic ruler and spank you like 30 fucking times in front of class just to prove a point spank your hand while they walk by like life is just different so the grow the older you grow up like the harder of a mentality you start to build and like all these like um sensitive thoughts and like uh things like it's, it's easier to cope with now going back to the mental health thing is that the reason why i don't want to say that now i'm not like i don't talk about it and i don't want to say it and i try to like put it away because that's a form of like that's a form of like coping with it now i feel like sometimes when you say like i have this i have that i in my eye that's like using an excuse it's like oh you you know i'm wrong okay it's just how i cope with things and how like i feel like other asian people cope with things but yeah I won't say, I mean, I get what you're saying. And the only reason I don't agree, because like, okay, yeah, so don't get me wrong. Some people do use, do try to use mental health as an excuse for their failures or whatever it may be. So that's, that is a true thing. A lot of people do do that. But at the same time, like when you're, when you're depressed, you don't know, like you feel like shit, you have no motivation and then you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to tell nobody your problems because you feel like you're a burden. So all you do is basically just sit there. And you just soak with yourself or you just lay in bed and just stare at the wall all day. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I mean, it could be an excuse. But at the same time, you just have to learn how to how to get out of your own head in a sense. I don't know. The the uh, the method that I always try to use is like it's a great method. And I like I kind of like stuck with this method um but i will use an example it's the method is like i was in vietnam once i was going back for vacation right and like it's it's 110 degrees there humid plus it it could rain so it can rain it can be hot and all that and the sun's beaming you at you and i'm just like complaining i'm complaining like a bitch and my cousin just looked at me and she goes it's not hot if you think it's not and I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, just don't think about it and it won't manifest itself. So my thing is like, I don't like to talk about those things, not because I don't believe it's real, but that's, I feel like the best policy for me in how to manage the situation and how to contain myself because I never really want to get too high. I never really want to get too low. I want to be balanced. And by doing so, all the negativities, if I don't, talk about it and i don't let it like man manifest then it won't in yeah. a way yeah but okay so you're right when it comes to mental health a lot of it is all all about just getting out of your own head but with certain mental health things it's not that easy it's not as easy as maybe depression or anxiety where it might be a couple of chemical imbalances in your brain and right. you might just feel sad or feel like feel anxious or whatever and your heart's racing you gotta think you gotta also think about the people when it comes to the people who are who are bipolar who are schizophrenic right who, who have like the manic episodes where they just go crazy or like a bipolar person like you said you never try to be too high or too low when you're when you're bipolar you can't really yeah i know Wait, with that, that like you can't you can yeah because one day you'll be you'll be all the way up here and you'll probably be having the best time of your life yeah and then Maybe a couple hours later, you're all the way at the floor and you just feel like you don't even want to like be on earth no more. So it it's really like a thin line, to be honest. Right. I No, it's it's tough. But, you know, going to the the article thing, I think what the person who wrote the article is trying to say that, you know, Asian parents should try to talk about uh, mental health a lot more because uh, according to the stats, um, over sixteen, uh, over fifteen percent of Asian Americans in the U.S. reported with mental health issues within the past year. That's a point uh, around like two point nine million people. Um, and I get her point. I just feel like, you know, What's that the, the 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 my method isn't for everybody. 
it's yes, it, exactly. it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily work. I think a lot of people, you know, the way to solve things is that you would have to talk to people. You will have to consistently um, get try to get help through that way, but also not in like a tough love way where people aren't being so harsh on you. Because I think I think with me, my problem is like we I always have like deep conversation with Nicole, and she's always saying like, "Yo." You can't be like that to people. You're too mean. You're too mean. You're too rough. And you're like tough love doesn't always work. Yeah, and man. it it takes it. Like I told you the other day, man. It, no, for me, for me, that's very hard because like I'm the type of person who like respond more to tough love. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like if I'm getting fat, I want you to be like, hey, motherfucker, you real lazy. You are fat. Hit the gym. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people that it that doesn't work. That will actually like That'll make them make it go worse. to the corner and cry or something like that. So for no, me, no, it, worse than that, it'll make them go eat more and they're going to get bigger. Yeah. And healthier. So, so I, I think with me is I, I try to be as understanding as possible. But also, I know at the end of the day, I'm just the way I, my my brain works. It's hard for me to understand those things. Um, and so like I always revert to tough love as the as the way just because how was how i was brought up because i feel like it's important to have a little bit of that where you can handle tough love but i it's perfectly fine if you can't i just feel like in america i think nowadays especially a lot of people you know have have a hard time dealing with tough love because sometimes the other person can be so mean to the point where their point doesn't get across because now it's overshadowed by this mean demeanor. And and that's, then that's like, that's what I was telling you the other day, man. Like you gotta, like, it's okay to give some people tough love. Like you have to know which friends, if they're trying to open up to you and whatever, right. That you can give that tough love to you. Cause you never know. You could be, you could be, there could be a friend that wants to open up to you. And they're trying to open up to you and you telling them, man, snap out of that shit. And then they just just and maybe they maybe you was maybe you was their last like hope. Right. Like, man, I maybe if I talk to Troy, maybe he can say something encouraging that'll like that'll like maybe right. make me feel better. Or get me but out to of me, this to me, like yelling and uh, and cussing, that's like motivation. But it, I get it. It's but not it it's it, work, that, but it, that don't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm part of all people because. Okay, let me. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I'm like the worst person when it comes to like advice. If you can't take hard criticism, I'm I'm yeah. the worst. I, like, I will probably be like, "Yo, but I don't know. You might want to go somebody else." <laughs> and that and that would be better than than yeah. tough love sometimes because that'd be like an example. Say say you talking to someone that you might know have like mental health issues or whatever, and y'all getting and y'all getting an argument. And you and they might be feeling even though y'all get in an argument, you might not know that they like are feeling at their lowest right now. But you guys get in an argument and you say like, you know, and I can't say that word, this on YouTube, but you say end yourself basically. Like, you know, I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. And then they actually go do it. Mm-hmm. it now, it might not be your fault, but they were. Wait, really pa, going, I, I won't say that, but go ahead. No, it, I'm not saying that that's the one's fault, but like. Okay. They might have just those words might have really just made them be like, you know what, like. There's nothing else here for me on this earth. I might as well just go ahead and just fucking, you know, log off. Yeah. So I mean, you just have to be more. No, I don't think I have to be more. Okay, so when it comes to mental health, whatever you feel works for your own personal mental health, you should do. But when it comes to like the people around you, you have to be a little more, I guess. You gotta be a little more sensitive of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think That's this, all. this is, this is the episode where we're trying to clear some things. Cause I think last episode I kind, I might have said some nutty shit. So I'm trying to reel it back in. Too bad. I was like, I'm, I'm ch- yeah, I'm trying to reel it back in where it's like it's a, it's, it's okay for the normal person to hear. Although in my head, I think a lot of nutty shit when it comes to mental health. But that's neither here or there. I'm not gonna say it. But in my head, it's a whole lot of demons. It's not gonna come out. Just for a whole YouTube Man, aspect, but shit. I'm gonna save that in my head. But, <laughs> anyways, um, are we are we good with the mental health? Do we feel like we kind of discussed it in a in a proper manner? I feel like we did. Uh, okay. Let me let me pull the hold on, let me pull the logic note since we're here for you guys. If anybody's watching this and they feel like 
Oh, they need to talk to someone. They're in emergency, emer- or they feel they're in emergency, or they feel they need to talk to someone. Go ahead and call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 800-273-8255. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Did you just use fucking 20 seconds of our episode for the hotline ad? Hey man, we what the fuck is this? Might as well. Bro. Well, shit. I mean, might as well, man. they better pick up the phone call if they do. If anybody does call. I, I would hope that they do. And answer with. Imagine you call one of those you lines. You couldn't work there. No, hell no! You for sure. I get fired with you a lot. Fired. Of, bro, they will literally go to the to the office and try to find me. Someone would call and be like, first sentence. Someone would call and be like, "I want to die." Try gonna be like, "Well, why didn't you do it yet?" The fuck wrong? No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's a I joke. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. Joke. I wouldn't say that. I would have been like, "See you in hell too." That's <laughs> that's worse. That was worse. What's wrong with him? I think I I think I said that to you. I was like, I'm going to hell anyway. So why does that matter? But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, no, imagine you imagine you you calling one of those lines, and you're like in your head, you're like, okay, whoever that whoever across that line is gonna pick up and change my life. And the person who like happened to pick up your line just had a horrible day. That person just chose violence. He woke up and was like, you know what? Whoever the fuck called me today about their mental health issue, I'm going to give them hell. <laughs> they better be fucking recording those phone calls because, I mean. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. More of the story is everybody deals with their mental health different. But when it comes to the mental health of the people that we care about, we have to be a little more, I guess, cognizant, a little more sensitive of their feelings. Because you never know, you never know what someone is going through. You never know if today someone might, even if it's some people that we love, you never know if today someone might decide that, you know what, this might be my last day. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. I'm about to go ahead and just check out. It's already 3 p.m. Let me get up out of here. And let me tell you, you if you know know me, don't come to me with that shit. I would just say, suck it up and deal with it. Because that's what my mom told me. That's what my mom told me all the time. Hey. (laughs) Hey, your problem is your problem. Don't ever let your problem be somebody else's problem. Now, you grown-ass men, if you put yourself in the gutter, you get yourself out the gutter. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I don't know. That, 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 that's something you know, that I would say, but, hey, it's not for everybody. So, and I get asking it. help, but that is true. You get to, you got to, in order to get help, you have to be able to, you have to want to get yourself out anyway. Yeah, so and I, I think we were now? talking about the whole drug addict, and that's a whole other stratosphere where it's like, like that that if you have that in uh, and mental health issue that's like a that's a a, yeah, that's, a tri- like, that's a triple x type of thing where it's like you know even if you get help maybe help maybe help isn't actually help cuz help can potentially be the reason why you um you relapse but you, you know cuz really, a lot of people a lot of people relapse after rehab but yeah but that's the whole different thing you have to, with that it's the same i mean with mental it's still the same thing as mental health but with that it's even more so if Drug addiction is even on top. You have to really want, you have to want it for yourself. With right. mental health, you have to want to get yourself out. But with mental health, somebody can almost, in a sense, want to help you more than yourself. But when it comes to drug addiction on top, you have to want it. Yeah. For it's yourself. almost frustrating for like a loved one of like a drug addict that's trying to like reel them out of that, you know, out of that zone. It's so tough because like it can be like, demoralizing because you can feel like you're making progress and then the person just goes right back right into back that corner and, and it just goes right back and it's like and they give you like it's just a one time it's like a one time one time for you is like a hundred time you know exactly so how many times is it gonna be this last time right and drugs have ended you know multiple relationships like friendships and family members i know i had to end a relationship because of it i know many people and like the mental health along with the fucking drug addict i think is the worst problem that people can go to through because like essentially nobody but themselves can help themselves i mean uh, you can do anything you can i i don't even think rehab really works and it's proven that not it, it works, doesn't work it works, it works to an extent it, it it only works towards certain character but but, it, but like i said it all goes back to you you when you go to rehab and stuff, because when you, most most people who are addicted to drugs, 
probably it has to do some with mental health. It doesn't have to be like they're fucking crazy or nothing, but it could be like depression. Right. Usually, it's usually what it is. It's depression. People take drugs to cope with the pain. Mm-hmm. They get used to the drugs. They become addicted. You have to want. You have to want to stop doing the drugs for yourself and just want to be happy, just because you're happy, not because you're high. Yeah. So and it's hard. So people have it's that's not an easy thing because drugs also have their own chemicals that make you addicted at. So it's it's really just a hard thing to do. Yeah. All right, man. I think we I think we kind of tackle that um topic head on a little bit. Um, kind of moving towards something that's very interesting. Last week was uh the E3 conference, and um, this might be for any of you GME stockholders. Um, this whole conversation we're about to have, but it's, it's GameStop for y'all that don't know. Yeah. So. So Xbox is planning to create a streaming device for the Game Pass called the Perfect Dark Zero. So like essentially taking the whole console aspect out of gaming. I know they just released this and this isn't going to come anytime soon because it's going to be a little hard because now you have to work with the TV providers, the Samsung, the Sony and play the Vizios. So basically essentially what it is is to have the, the whole system inside of the TV and all you need is a controller. So now you don't... They're trying to take away the console. Because you know, like, console is very, very, like, costly for Xbox, for Microsoft and Sony. Mm-hmm. Like, building a console, selling it, they're not making profit from console. Like, you heard reports of, like, Microsoft and Sony losing a shit ton of money from well, their console. It's not, but it's not because people aren't buying it. It's because... It's not... To be honest, it's... It. No, no, because it's expensive to make them. And there, to be honest, bro, we should be paying like that Xbox should be more than 500 bucks. It should be like a grand or 12. Like they're selling a laptop for, no, no, you know, selling, Apple they're selling, selling. They're selling a gaming PC. Huh? Oh, you're talking about Microsoft or Apple? No, I'm talking. No, no, I'm, I'm comparing. Like, because you, because a laptop from Apple causes over a grand. Yeah. You can get a console, a brand new console for 500 bucks. That console could actually be like as much as a grand, but they're not charging people that much. So they're not really making profit. Because the reason they're not making profit off of the consoles is because they plan on like uh, it's going to be slow right now because of COVID and everything. But within next, this next couple of years, the whole goal is that you're going to make shit ton of money off of games. Right. Then the consoles are still new. It's not a lot of games out yet. Like, you yeah. know, I can, we both well, got them. It's not well, a shit the, really. another, Well, another thing is. Another thing is that the production aspect, it's been really slowed down because the chip shortage, mm-hmm. they, they didn't have enough chips and the whole, you know, because of COVID, they haven't really and been able training and all that. Huh? And all the bots. The bots are just the people buying the shit in advance, but I'm talking but the, about the, the shortage in chip that need, you know, to be, uh, that needs in order to make to the like console make itself. The production right. Okay. And so my question is that now we, hold up, let me. Pause this real quick. All right. My fault. My dog. He he loves to be in the podcast, but eventually he'll fucking bother. But I think I was saying the question is that. So within the last five years, have you bought an actual CD game? Have you? Because with this with this new news coming out, I feel like the the um the cloud gaming is going to be on the rise. That's never going to end. I think everything is going through streaming and then now everything is going to be essentially subscription because you see Xbox really digging into their Game Pass and I fucking love Game Pass and I think it's a great thing because eventually everything will be subscription. You seen like, mm-hmm. you know, Netflix started it, but now you see like all the cable news channels starts to have their own subscription, HBO Max, Hulu, ESPN, everything is subscription. I personally like it for gaming because even you don't or you do. Yeah, no, I don't like it for you gaming. You don't like it for gaming. To answer your question, the last time I bought a... What is this, 2K21? 2K20. I bought that disc. I don't know why. But for an example. So an example. So here's an example. So 2K21. Right. The Mamba edition. When you when you buy the disc of the, Kobe, the one with Kobe, you get like a poster. Right. Like a Kobe and shit. Certain stuff, even like with old Call of Duties, older games, there's older games that you get like GTA, all the GTAs. When you buy the disc, you get like a poster. Mm-hmm. I remember with GTA 4 with San Andreas, the, the cover, like yeah. the, the manual turns into a poster. 
that's the one thing I like about being able to buy this, like for the col- to be able to collect it. And and two, I just me personally, when I buy games, I want to buy a game. Like if I buy a game, it's because I know I'm gonna play it. I don't want to always just have to like do the Game Pass streaming where okay, you could play the game, but it's not technically yours if you don't pay your Game Pass. Like if you don't pay that month, then right, you can't play the game. But if you do the math, you're paying essentially like fourteen ninety nine a month, and a game essentially costs like sixty bucks. If you want to get like Deluxe Legend, that's like a hundred bucks. If you do the math, you know you're gonna be saving yourself a whole lot of money if you're just gonna be on Game Pass. Now, mind you, Game Pass isn't gonna have like every single fucking game that comes out. Exactly. That's the negative of Game Pass. But like, I guess for a gamer like me, there Game Pass has like everything I fucking need. But my play whack with him. My thing is, my thing is, um, sometimes I just like to buy the game personally. Yeah, like, you want to have the actual disc and the CD. Even if no, even if I buy it digitally, I just want to have the game. I want to know that this game is. If it's certain games, yeah, I want to buy the CD. Like if it's Halo, if it's a new Halo, if it's something right. that they might have like some collector's items inside the the disc. Then yeah, I want to buy the disc. But I personally, I just rather just buy the game and know that it's mine. Right. Know that no matter what happens. No matter if I want to play offline and I didn't play for pay for my online membership or whatever, I can mm-hmm. still play my game. I don't want to have to worry about having if I don't have Internet, then I can't play my game. If I don't if I didn't pay for a certain subscription, then I can't uh, play a certain game. Like I want to just be able to play my games whenever mm-hmm. I want. Uh, whenever I want, when I want, what time I want. And that's the thing with the subscription is someone's going to be like. They're going to be able to do whatever they want. They could put games on there. They could take them off. So, like, right. you can have a game, and then they take it off a of Game Pass, and now you don't have that game anymore. I don't feel now like you, they've taken games. I don't I think, think the they only, really have, I, I, but... I think the only the game point. where they took it off for, like, a short period of time was, like, GTA Five, I believe. But I really I try to look at the, the list a lot. They don't really take off a lot of games. Look what they do with music. When streaming first started... Or look with music now. You can't... If you go on streaming services where there's Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, fucking Google Play, Amazon Music, I don't know who the fuck make music, like streaming services. But if you go to any of these music streaming services, you can't find, specifically for hip-hop, like rap and that music called, you can't find mixtapes. And you think of any mixtape, like from the past. What you you mean? You can find a lot of, like, artists just, like... You know, yeah. being able to upload their music yeah. which is a which is essentially you, a way better way to have exposure for your music rather than going but, around passing out cds but, but through streaming it's a lot of songs that if you go on apple music you could look for a lot of old mixtapes old rap mixtapes you're not going to find them on there because they're not there so where so if take so, the so take the streaming out of it where are you going to go into an actual shop and buy the cds no, mixtapes were never like in shops. You know how many you downloaded from Datpiff, fucking all these other like old hip hop websites? I know, but you can do that now too if you really want to just download shit. It's online. Way yeah, it's way harder. Well, because a lot they, of shit you Because really, a lot of them kind of moved over to the streaming platforms. Yeah, and so when moving over to the streaming platforms, a lot of shit you can't find online because with mixtapes, especially specifically, well, so I'm talking about rap because with mixtapes, a lot of rappers on their mixtapes, they do freestyles and they use beats right. like from other songs. But the shit doesn't get clear because it's a mixtape. It's it's not you're not getting paid off a mixtape. It's just for free, like for the fans. Yeah. So shit doesn't get clear. You'll never hear that song on a streaming service because it's probably never going to get clear. Use Drake, for example. You know how you the care package shit. None of that shit was ever on streaming service. That shit. You know how long it probably took to get a lot of that shit clear? I, I don't know. It was on there eventually. Use Wiz, for example. Fans have been asking for like 28 grams and a lot of his old mixtapes to come to streaming services. But it's, does he even have it is the question. If he doesn't have it, of course it's not going to be on the streaming platform. It's on, it's on SoundCloud because SoundCloud is for free. You don't really well, get Well, then paid. you can get it on SoundCloud. I'm just saying there's other outlets. But it's not... Sometimes it's, it's, but the whole thing is not everything is on SoundCloud. Not every single mixtape. But, but that's the thing with everything is like, you know, not not one platform is going to have everything you need. So you essentially got to like, no, okay. You're not scattered no, no, and no, try no, to find okay. it. You're, okay, here's where you're missing it. There's certain shit that has basically been erased from the internet. Like, you could look for certain mixtapes there. You're not going to find them on the internet anymore. No okay. You got to like fucking. 
try to go to like fucking Reddit forums, like do all this shit, like zip wire, zippy share, all that old shit. Nah, that, that shit use. gone, bro. What is exactly. it? You used to use lemonade, lime wire, all lime that shit. Lime wire. Bro. That used to be my shit. You, you gonna have to try to go through all and that book share, all the share. Keep you running all through those. laptops because of zippy share, all virus. those websites, bro. You would have to try frost to go wire. to Frostwire too, like. You would have to go to all, try to find those don't work no more. But like the other ones, I named like the Zippy shares and they all got those, sued, right? They yeah, because they were illegally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got music. sued. But with the mixtapes, you can't even find them on there. It's like the music companies almost, in a sense, got a lot of this stuff just deleted off the internet, so friends, so fans can't really listen to it. Well, damn. That's the one thing I don't like about streaming service. They could control. Well, okay. You, well, you can't say that about gaming because gaming. It's a little different. If it exists, it exists. Yeah, you don't really got a clear. So, for gaming, so my but. question is that, like, now that you see, like, now that we see, gaming has kind of gone digital, um, and Xbox essentially, you know, going away from con console after this, uh, after this, you know, new generation. Like, what I. I can't see anything that GameStop could potentially do in order to stay in business because they the model the model has been failing for the last couple of years yeah. and it doesn't look like it's gonna thrive. But you know, there's a lot GameStop. of fucking people who believe GameStop can actually like revive itself. I think I, they possibly can. It's gonna be hard, but I could care less about GameStop. I just think that we should fucking. Uh, I don't think that we should make every, make gaming stream uh, sh- streaming, but like, I think we should keep gaming the way it is right now. I know. Well, that's an easy that's an easy thing to say, but like for for this topic, like like how how do you even see GameStop becoming uh, like elevating and be be innovative to a point where like they can still stay in the marketplace because whether you like it or not like i know for example i haven't bought a disc in years and i don't think i will ever buy a disc because i'll just be on game pass or i'll just go on the microsoft store and just buy it yeah like to buy digitally but there is still a small market of people who like to buy discs, especially like if you want to play like older games like xbox 360 games or ps3 games because you know the the newer generations right. are backwards compatible you would have to get a disc not all of those are gonna like xbox and playstation said that supposedly they're gonna they've been saying that since before the the next gen came out that they they're were saying have, well X, xbox is microsoft, xbox is compatible for microsoft everything Microsoft said specifically that before the end of last gen the xbox one that damn near every game from Xbox 360 was supposed to be backwards compatible. We still don't it see. Is. No, it's not. Not every single game. I know, but PS5 is the one that's lagging. PS5 but, isn't but like it's backward still not, compatible. Even with Microsoft, it's still not a lot. of. There's a lot of games missing. That's true, but it's better than PS5 when no, it comes yes. to backward compatibility. But, compatib- but, but my thing is sometimes people just like to play nostalgia. Some, like, for example, if you stop this, then what about the people who still like to play on the older system? Okay, systems? so for those people, do you think they're going to actually keep GameStop afloat? Like, because that I model, so. like... It, uh, it but, but they got to cut a shit ton of stores. Yeah, they can't be they, having a lot yeah, of they're, stores. They're probably going to have to take make a lot of cuts. And I think GameStop will become more of like a, not a mom and pop, but a smaller, like big name. It won't be as big as it used. Like you won't see a shit ton of GameStops. But I don't. Well, they're trying to. Well, what, from what I heard is they're trying to be like, quote unquote, like more e-commerce. So like online. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, when it comes to well, online, way, there's Amazon. Like you're not going to be Amazon. One way GameStop can increase their value is if they if if they keep disc and they increase the value of disc when people trade them in. But how do you increase the value of disc if you know new games are going to be made Damn, and there's if, gonna- if if I have NCAA 14 right now and I take it to GameStop and say I want to trade this in or I want to sell it to you guys for zero dollars, maybe two cents. They'll give me two dollars. If I take NC that same NCAA 14 disc for Xbox 360 and sell it on eBay, I'll sell it for two hundred. So yes, if they two hundred, you tripping, bro? Google it right now. Google, I'm dead ass. You tripping? I'll Google it for you. NCA what? It, it might be like a hundred dollars. NCA football. football fourteen. That shit is not fifty dollars no more. You're not gonna find that game for fifty dollars. GameStop. If you go to GameStop and they actually have one in stock. Not available. It's not in stock. All right. Why is NCAA fourteen so expensive? Amazon. 
Well, okay, you name the one game that's, but that's that, out. Okay. Oh, buy new, $5. Amazon, right here. That's You're going to get scammed. I'm letting you know. Bro, right I'm on Amazon.com. Yeah. I'm on Amazon.com. I've I've sat here. I've sat here for the past year and watched like YouTubers that play games play NCAA 14 and say Bro, out of their own mouths, you know how hard it was to find this game? I spent $100 just for this one disc. Oh shit, no, never mind, exactly, never mind. Yep. Never mind. $384 for this one. Exactly. Okay, well motherfucker, you named the okay, well, you named the one game that's not made okay, right now. But that's my point. That's where GameStop can increase their value in retro stuff, stuff that's not in sale. It's only, that's only a limited stock that's not being made no more. Mm-hmm. Because there's a big market for, for games like that. Not just specifically that game, for games, but even that game. But there's a market for old retro games. Oh, that, my God. If you want to get the Xbox, the Xbox 360, 360 with the Slim, game, it's like $800, isn't it? Uh, it might be 1000 it is. It's a thousand just because of that game. No, it's eight hundred dollars. Told you, bro. No, it, no, six, six, six hundred bucks. See, and that's wow. an Xbox three sixty. That's crazy. Okay, do you see? And that's why I'm saying, like, there's, bro. I gave my last Xbox away. There's a. Mar- I should have held on to that. Bitch. That's my point. You take that same NCAA to Xbox, that same game. You gonna get okay because they know that there's a market. They may give you thirty dollars for it. They may give you fifty. Right, but you sell that same game to eBay. You just said it was on eBay or Amazon for three hundred dollars. There's a market in retro games that GameStop isn't hitting because they're too cheap. Instead of trying to actually, that's, that's a good th- point. That's kinda, the reason it's kind of like going into like um like Pokemon like cards. It's almost like going to a, GameStop is almost like a pawn shop. They be trying to finesse the customers, and that's where. Right. And I don't even think the the digital the reason GameStop died and digital gaming like digital games was created is because people was tired. It was like, what's the point of me trade trading in my shit? Like if you, yeah. I remember I bought a game for sixty bucks, literally traded in like two weeks later, and they're like, "We'll give you twenty seven. I'm like, I'm like, no, well, motherfucker, what? I, this no. game is sixty bucks. Yeah, I bought like, a brought a brand new game, didn't like it, took it back a couple days later. They only gave me, they gave me. $35 for a $59 game. Yeah, like, they should have gave us at least, you know. If the game on the market for 60 bucks, you bought it two weeks later, you want to you wanna sell it in, like, I think you should get at least, like, 45 And the thing with GameStop is they, they know the value of games, but they don't want to pay out customers because they're just greedy and they want all the money to themselves. And that's where their downfall is going to be. Yeah, but also because there's a market in this. Also, like they they uh, I think they hired the the um, a new CEO and he was the guy that worked for Chewy and Chewy's pretty popping right now because Chewy um it's basically an Amazon for dog. Oh, okay, I know what you're for, talking about Chewy. Yeah, 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 for dog food, all things pets related. Yeah, I know. Um, and they have really really good deals. The, the the business is really good. The stock is booming. The only reason why I, this 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 topic is you know. Is really interesting is because we're both gamers, yeah, you know and also like we, you know, I used to buy a shit ton of things from GameStop. I don't want them to go out of business, but I just can't really see a marketplace where they they like can thrive in like 2022, 2023, 2024 going forward. Considering think, like everything is subscriptions and uh, digit di- digitally, I think where they if they can figure out a way to get like a deal with like Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft. To get more accessories, more actual like, like Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo accessories, not like the third party shit, like the Nyko and the yeah, Bearcats yeah. and all that. Yeah. If they could get the actual like first party accessories. Mm-hmm. I think they could have more market because you go into GameStop sometimes and you're just trying to get it. I'm, I don't buy third party controllers no more. I if I, I don't. If my controller breaks, I'm just gonna spend sixty and get another Microsoft controller. But you go into GameStop sometimes, and they be out of stock. Whereas if you go to Best Buy or Target or Walmart, they usually well, even if they sometimes out of stock too. But they have, it seems like they have more inventory of like the Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo shit compared to GameStop, which is strictly a game store. Yeah. So I think they need to figure out how to get more accessories. Yeah, they, there's a lot of there ways was reports GameStop where they're trying forward. to go into like NFTs now. They're trying to do stuff with 
uh, yeah, they're trying to do there's stuff. a lot of ways they could stay afloat. They just have to stop. It's going to be greedy. hard. It's going to be hard. And especially if there's no console to be sell and everything is subscription. Oof. Well, I hope they don't. And I mean, I'm I sure would like to still have a console. I, w- I think they should start their own subscription. I would personally like to still have a console just for like a this. subscription. No, or I, renting old games. No, but I'm talking about how Microsoft is. You're saying that they might be like a streaming thing and they might get rid of the console. Right. I would like to have a console for this. It's, it's called, um, for anybody who don't know, it's called Perfect Dark Zero, which is, you know, the um, the name that they would like to call it. The new uh, the new gen of gaming, if you want to say it. It's no fun in gaming if you can't take a picture of your setup with your PC and But your it's kind of, but don't you think it's kind of cool? Like maybe, maybe they can make, maybe they're going to save cost of building a console and then you can just buy a gaming tv and that tv is essentially gaming or you can just or you can download an xbox app on your tv and just have the controller you know and then just play everything through the app i just like the console for it's gonna be hard because i I guess it would be more convenient less wires and shit yeah i would like it for the aesthetics but i don't think we're gonna get this for another decade because now you got if you if they don't create their own TV, they have to like now be in contact with all the TV companies yeah. and somehow develop a uh, a fucking system within the TV, like a smart TV, like with the Roku's and the Sharp smart TV. Right, it's like it's gonna be a long like this this. I mean, obviously, this Hopefully is for it don't the future. Time soon. Yeah, no, no. I mean, you gotta let this generation play out at least another seven years because that's how the the console, the console, console, console lasts seven years. I mean, these these could last longer because well no I'm I'm saying the cycle usually every seven no, years they come out with a new one so yeah. oh, well, yeah, I mean we gotta one. wait another six years to see if this the next generation is what they're is is going away from console or the one after that so who knows but it's a, it's a good topic to talk about um and that's either it either way I'm still be gaming so yeah matter. yeah I'll 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 be gaming as well on Game Pass majority because I'm broke I'm not I refuse. To buy a new game. Well, if it's not on Game Pass, I ain't playing Well, it. Game Pass comes in handy for, like, when I like to try shit. But if I know that I really want some shit, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. But if it's shit that I know I might not... Is, I'm, I'm not I don't want to waste my money if I don't like it, then, yeah, Game yeah. Pass is... that's Game Pass is good. So let me not say I don't I don't like Game Pass completely. All right, man. Can't Tell Me Nothing Podcast. Like, subscribe. And we out. <laughs>